And they made fun of Sarah Palin. Yeah, remember when they said that uh, she said she could see Alaska from her house? Tina Fey got a lot of mileage out of that on Saturday Night Live, but Sarah never said that. Uh, And now it's time for something else Sarah never said. She never said that she uh, won this. And now it's time for The Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. But you know who can say it now? The current vice president of the United States, Kamala Harris, for saying this as uh, she sat at the head of a table with several other women earlier this week. Uh, Good afternoon. I want to welcome these leaders for coming in to have this very important discussion um, about some of the most pressing issues of our time. I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. Yeah, that's right. The first woman to be vice president of the United States of America felt a need to tell everybody not to refer to her as him or he, just in case, you know, some of the women at the table might have been planning to do that. And, of course, what she did by diving into the pronoun stupidity was given the endorsement of the government of the United States. And Kamala Harris also did something else. She clinched the title of Windows R Us Jerk of the Week. The Jerk of the Week is brought to you by Windows R Us, Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs, siding, doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. So seriously, when is this stupidity going to end? You know, the Democrats are in power. They're going to run with this, even though you know that 90% of them, especially the men, might be 98% of the men. I'm just picking that number out of the air, but that's what I think. I don't think I think 98 percent of the men don't really believe that, you know, we get to pick which sex we are. Uh, Do you really think that Joe Biden really thinks that Rachel Levine is a woman? Seriously. Do you think he thinks that men can have babies? Now, I know Joe might be a bad example because he might not know what day it is or who he is right now. But just for maybe in the last year or so, do you think he believed any of that? And do you think Chuck Schumer thinks that Leah Thomas Should have been NCAA Woman Athlete of the Year. I don't believe that for one second that he believes that. Uh, He he believes he has to believe that publicly, but he doesn't really believe it. Too many people have been bullied, and that's a word they love to use, bullied, into thinking that they have to say that they believe Rachel Levine is a woman. Now, Richard Levine can change his name. He can change his clothes. He can't change his sex. He can't. Can't happen. And he can call himself whatever he wants, and uh, people should actually honor that. Whatever you say you want to be called, I I think you have a right to say that, and you have a right to expect people to call you the name that you tell them that you want to be called by. But he doesn't get to tell me or anybody else what to think. And it's time for Republicans and conservatives in the media to stop being afraid to refer to guys like Leah Thomas and Rachel Levine as he and him. Anyway, when we come back, we're going to talk about the Biden administration and how it's doubling down on this stupidity. And in our second half hour, we'll talk to a guy who tried to be a woman for seven years and realized it's not possible. And by the way, my pronouns are leave me alone. Stick around. Windows are us. 
When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero, right now get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. My dog was scratching and shedding like crazy around the house. When I heard about Dynavite Nutritional Supplement, I thought, why not? It couldn't hurt. We literally tried everything else. Our dog quickly took to it, and after a couple of weeks of adding Dynavite to his food, we noticed a big difference. Our little gizmo's coat was shinier, and he almost completely stopped shedding and itching. I can't wait to see how well it helps him with his allergies as the seasons change and he's in the yard more. I'm so glad I tried Dynavite. My dog smelled so bad and scratched herself constantly. We bathed, sprayed, and bathed her again, but no results. And then I heard about Dynavite supplements for gut health, and all of the reviews sounded just like my Bella. After just two weeks, she had major improvements with the smell, and no more scratching or dragging her stomach across the carpet. And her coat is more beautiful than ever. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynavite. It's no secret, America. We've been let down. Inflation is taking its toll in the grocery stores, the products we buy, and the pain of every visit to the gas pump. At Upside, we're fighting back with our free app that pays you back serious money on every tank of gas or diesel, up to 25 cents per gallon, just for using the Upside app, no strings attached. Upside users have already been paid back a total of more than $250 million. With inflation and the soaring price of gas, it's easy to feel like you're losing control. But with Upside's free app, you can start putting money back in your wallet with every gallon. Whenever you want, cash out with PayPal, an e-gift card, or transfer the money directly into your bank account. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code SALEM for an additional 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first fill-up. That's promo code S-A-L-E-M. Remember, use promo code SALEM when you download the free Upside app and get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank of gas. Cash back to available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-690-4040. That's 1-800-690-4040. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-690-4040. That's 1-800-690-4040. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. 
It's one thing for uh, supposedly smart people to find themselves hypnotized by a cult and trying to convert normal people to join them in their insanity, but um, it's a lot different when the federal government is trying to shove it down your throat or worse, shoving it down the throats of your kids. That's kind of what's going on now with the Democrats in charge. Jonathan Butcher is a fellow in education at the Heritage Foundation Center for Education Policy. He joins us now. Jonathan, thanks for coming on the show again. I appreciate it. Great to be with you. Hey, so uh, what has the Biden administration been doing to make transgender insanity go mainstream? Well, the biggest move that they've made is by trying to change civil rights law to remove the word or to have the word sex be interpreted as sexual orientation and gender identity. And so instead of, you know, if they really wanted to change the law, you really need to go through Congress. But uh, they're just trying to do it by sort of a a, um, uh, executive uh, fiat almost. And even before they tried to do this by changing the rule, they began having agencies just sort of act as though the rule had already been changed. How so? So the U.S. Department of Agriculture, so the folks that run the National School Lunch Program, mm-hmm. they issued a memo at the uh, in May saying that any school that did not have policies that affirmed a student's supposed choice of gender could be at risk of losing federal funding. I mean, they would send the Office of Civil Rights in the Department of Education after them if they didn't uh, already act as though... Um, uh, this policy had already been changed. Now, fortunately, some lawsuits by state attorneys general have stalled both of these things, both this National School Lunch Program deal as well as this um, attempted change to uh, what's going on with Title IX in um, the Education Amendments of 1972. Yeah, so um, changing the meaning of words has now become okay. You just get to pick whatever definition suits you best and and uh, applies to uh, your goals the best. Uh, that's what you're allowed to do. Um, and are Republicans pushing ha- back hard enough on this? Well, state attorneys general have been. Um, yeah. About 20 have filed lawsuits in both uh, of these instances, one regarding the school lunch program and the other regarding Title IX, saying that you know the administration has to go through the rulemaking process if they want to change uh, this, you know, interpretation of federal law. <clears throat> it's also important to note that some governors have adopted policies saying that biological males cannot compete against uh, females in sports. They have to compete against biological males. And uh, the same with these bills uh, dealing with access to bathrooms. These have also been adopted in, in different states around the U.S., and this is important, right, because we're not just changing words. These have huge implications for, you know, boys not only competing against women in, say, swimming, right, as was the recent case in, um, with the swimmer from UPenn and, mm-hmm. and in Division One sports, but, I mean, think about a rugby match, which actually yeah. there's an example of one mm-hmm. where women were injured because a biological male was playing. I mean, there's all sorts of examples here where it's threatening uh, to women. Yeah, see, and uh, this is a little bit off on a tangent, but just as a, a thing to throw out here, and I get your take on it, um, I've been saying here for a long time, as a former, as a guy who covered sports for 40 years, um, that I, have, I don't have a lot of sympathy for the women who are getting hurt playing against some six foot two, 200-pound man in rugby. Be, because when that guy shows up, 
claiming to be a woman, you say, oh, he's playing? I'm not. This is women's rugby. He's not. I'm not playing. And if everybody would ju- I've been saying this ad nauseum, I'm sure, to my listeners, but it seems so um, obvious to me as, a, as somebody who knows something about sports. You know, if you have a... If you had a uh, 12 and under baseball team and somebody showed up with three 16-year-old kids, you'd say, I'm not playing against you guys. We're not playing. Get those guys. We don't play against 16-year-olds. Women have to get the clue and just stop uh, allowing it to happen by just, okay, he's here. There's no game. Bye. Wouldn't that work? Well, I think that they need to have the support of, say, high school athletic leagues for one, oh, sure. uh, as well as school district leaders, because it's these you know, high school leagues and, and school districts that are adopting policies that say things like school officials may not tell parents when a child comes to school and wants to assume a different gender. I mean, they're literally advocating for keeping secrets. And once you start down this path of what they call a social transition, where you, you know, a child will begin to be counseled and affirmed, right, if they want to change their gender. Right. It is uh, right along the path of, of then puberty blockers, hormone changes, and ultimately uh, changes in surgery. And then, you know, suddenly you have a system that is um, supporting this very unscientific, uh, very physically harmful process of uh, what they call gender-affirming care. But when in actuality it's, uh, essentially leading, making children sterile and uh, causing, you know, major health complications down the line. Yeah, and, but this is, and we're talking to Jonathan Butcher of the Heritage Foundation, but this is what I mean, Jonathan. I, I get that, that, the, that they're fighting against the teachers and the athletic directors and the idiotic people who are running the schools these days. But that's exactly, to me, that's exactly why they have to take it upon themselves. You guys want to have those rules? Go ahead. You're not going to have a game because we're not playing. That's your rule, and that's what. That's why the coaches. I, I, this is what's bugging me about this with the sports thing is that uh, it's. I've, I've always thought that coaches knew better than that. That coaches would be strong enough, uh, male or female coaches, to say, "I don't care what the school district says. Uh, our girls are not competing against men or women or, or boys. We're, they're, 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 it's, it's girls' sports, and." If, if at University of Pennsylvania, if those girls on that team would have gone to the athletic director or the coach and said, if this guy shows up, we don't. No, no, no meat. There won't be, he, can, he can jump, and the other team could cooperate. And he jumps in the water by himself. There, it's it's a, such the essence of sports. If you don't have anybody to compete against, there ain't no game. Doesn't happen. Yeah, I think that that may be what it, we're coming to, where uh, we're going to have a, a reckoning here over whether what sports actually represents. I mean, what are we measuring, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, what what sort of what is this proving to anyone if you have uh, someone who is you know larger or someone who is you know I mean a, a completely different body type, uh, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Competing against um, uh, girls, and remember that that the the issue of um, these young people having confusion over their their sex is uh, something that is not cured or fixed by pushing them along or affirming them along the path of gender transition, right? I mean, these these uh, young people who are confused about their gender, it often coincides with things like autism as mm-hmm. well as anxiety and depression. I mean, studies have, have shown these connections. What we don't have is clear evidence from the scientific community that these gender-affirming so-called 
programs actually lead to better mental health for these young people. I have, uh, in my next uh, half hour, I have um, Walt Heyer on. I don't know if you know who he is. Um, he's a guy who, who thought he was transitioning to a woman and lived as a woman for seven years and transitioned back. But I, the, in, in the U.K., uh, just the story, I think it just came out today, that they are shutting down a, or, 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 or investigating a major clinic over there that's been giving puberty blockers and all that stuff and encouraging kids to, uh, to try to make this transition as kids. And they are, they are saying enough. The kids are being damaged, and so, and 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 the United States is behind uh, the UK and several uh, countries in Europe on this because they're starting to push back on it. They're starting to look at this and say, seeing the damage that's being done by it, that that you just referred to, uh, you know, of the psychological effects on these kids. And you have you have the Biden administration at the same time. What are they doing? They're 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 trying to. They're pushing harder. They're they're out there really selling it now, aren't they? Oh, absolutely, because when you start to put this into federal law, they are effectively connecting this idea of the ambiguous concept of gender being equal to racial civil rights, right? These pillars, right, of American law in the Civil Rights Act of 1964, um, and equally the rights uh, for women that were added via Title IX, uh, and so by equating this ambiguous idea of gender uh, with it, you are um, affording it, I think, a status that it, it doesn't deserve, right? This is not, you know, this is not science, this is, uh, nor is this doing young people any favors by affirming them along a, a very dangerous path. I just saw a graph uh, just a few minutes ago, actually, that, uh, going back to 1997, listing the percentage of uh, donations from people in the uh, teachers' unions to Democrats, and, and nine, it's somewhere between 97 and 99 percent, going back to 1997, every year comes from the teachers' unions to the Democrats. So the, it's, I guess it's unrealistic to expect to see any support for the kids from the, um, from the unions as long as the, the Democrat uh, administration is in office. They have been big supporters of um, uh, this um, whole radical ideology from uh, critical race theory to critical gender theory and on down. Uh, they have web pages and teacher resources devoted to things such as the Black Lives Matter Week of Action at School, which says that they want to um, they want to uh, essentially weaken the uh, Western prescribed nuclear family structure, as they call it. Um, and they tie that as well to this, these concepts that individuals are oppressive or um, have privilege just based on the color of their skin, irrespective of their decisions, behaviors, or backgrounds. So uh, they have tied all of these ideas together, kind of wrapped it in this package of a, a radical agenda to undermine the ideas that you can achieve human flourishing through your decisions, through your choices in life. Uh, we're talking to Jonathan Butcher, and uh, Jonathan, you you are uh, a, an, an expert on education policy. What you just described there, how did we get to that point? How did we get to the point where 99% of the people who teach kids donate to the same party and are a totally monolithic um, organization that, has, that allows for no dissension? When, how did it get to that point? 
Well, they developed into a political machine. I mean, they being the teachers unions, or especially over the past 40 plus years. I mean, part of it was the creation of the U.S. Department of Education in 1980, which established the Department of Ed as a cabinet level agency. And once you have access to that amount, to that funding source, right, to that amount of money from taxpayers and that uh, status as a federal agency, the interest groups that advocate for different pieces of education policy suddenly become that much stronger. Because if you have the ear of the Secretary of Education, you also have the ear of the President. And so uh, I think the, the expanding federal footprint since the creation of the U.S. Department of Ed has, I, all of it has pointed towards, uh, towards this, where you have very active and powerful political interest groups uh, who can uh, levy, you know, create change um, by uh, their very, very loud um, uh, positions be give, afforded them right by their members, right? They have these large, uh, you know, unions that uh, allow them to be politically active. And do you think it, it, it might at some point sink in that allowing the government to control what your kids eat at school based on the policies that you have within the school as far as education uh, is a bad idea and is an indication that maybe there shouldn't be a Department of Education, that, that it's maybe not a good idea to have, try to have a one-size-fits-all on education for 300 million people? Well, I mean, look, the National School Lunch Program is a great example. It actually, according to federal auditors, is one of the most uh, wasteful and inaccurate programs in the federal government. Uh, they have high levels of improper payments to students who shouldn't be eligible uh, for uh, free meals, free or reduced price meals. Uh, there are high levels of waste, according to research, on how the program is actually used. I mean, it's that is just one of many examples across the department. I mean, you can take the 21st Century Learning Centers program, which is an after-school program, uh, also been found to be highly ineffective. And th- those are just, frankly, small compared to uh, the research that's been done on uh, big questions of student achievement and how the gaps between students from different economic levels are as large today as they were 50 years ago, right? There's been no improvement across sectors since the, you know, increased involvement of uh, federal officials in education. I mean, this is, you know, the, the evidence has been uh, pouring in really for decades. Before there was a federal Department of Education, before, you know, before it was a cabinet uh, position, were kids being – was the government involved in feeding kids at school? I know that they, they, they you know, cafeterias were made available, but the kids paid. And how long has this been the case, and has it only been since the federal government got involved? So with the National School Lunch Program, it actually dates back to the 1940s. And, and even before that, when states began um, providing meals for children from low-income families – and so there has been a federal role, again, very narrowly focused to provide meals for children from low-income families. The same with uh, a variety of other grant programs that were operated through different federal agencies before the U.S. Department of Ed. The Department of Ed was ostensibly created to coordinate all of these grant activities under one roof and do it all at the same time. Um, but frankly, it is um, be much better suited to be dissolved, move the Office of Civil Rights to the Department of Justice, move the, um, the National Assessment of Educational Progress, a national test that measures student achievement, uh, move that to the Census Bureau, 
um, as well as some of these other various things that we would like to keep, uh, you can move to other agencies. But there is a, a huge swath of uh, activities, in, including things such as student loans, right, for higher education, that the federal government has no business being a part of and, and need to be dissolved and should be sunset over time. Let's hope that the uh, the Republicans someday have the, the power and the guts to do something about it, Jonathan. I'm out of time. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Okay, that's Jonathan Butcher of the Heritage Foundation. We will be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Firefighter Glenn Cottle says the damage from flooding in Perry County, Kentucky, has touched just about everyone there. It's bad, it really is. We've uh, been a fireman almost 27 years, and this is the worst I've ever seen. Uh, people unaccounted for, probably 95% of the people in this area here has lost everything. Houses, cars, animals. It's... It's heartbreaking, it really is. Cuddle spoke to WCHS-TV. President Biden declaring a federal disaster to direct relief money to more than a dozen Kentucky counties. An inflation gauge that is closely tracked by the Federal Reserve jumped 6.8% in June from a year ago. The biggest increase in four decades and leaving Americans with no relief from surging costs. This is SRN News. Hey trader, listen up. The markets have changed. Have you changed your trading strategies? Vantage Point can help you conquer volatility. Learn to trade with artificial intelligence. Text the word money to 813-813 and discover how to predict stock market trends one to three days in advance with up to 87.4% proven accuracy. No matter which way the market moves, Vantage Point's patented AI can give you a massive edge. Text money to 813-813 to get what you need to stay ahead of markets and find your best entries and exits. Text the word money to 813-813. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. By texting, you agree to the terms available at vantagepointsoftware.com slash terms and consent to receive calls and texts using automated technology about offers or info by or on behalf of VantagePoint. Your consent is not a condition to purchase and can be revoked at any time. Message and data rates may apply. Text money to 813-813. You listen to this radio station for truth at a time when truth is an endangered species. Now, we want to invite you to listen to our sister TV network, Salem News Channel. You'll find us in the App Store or online at SalemNewsChannel.com or on Roku or similar devices. You'll see Hugh Hewitt in the morning, followed by Mike Gallagher. You'll see Dennis Prager, followed by Sebastian Gorka. And at 5 Eastern time, our newest star, Andrew Wilkow, with Dinesh D'Souza at 7 Eastern. Salem News Channel, the antidote to the mainstream media. I'm Father Don Fisher inviting you to join me for my new show, Pastoral Reflections. I pray that it is an uplifting, inspiring program that will deepen and enrich your understanding of your spiritual journey and most especially open you to the promise of God's indwelling presence. It enables you to know a love that exceeds all others. I hope you'll join me on Sunday morning at 7.30 on News, Opinion, Insight, The Answer. 
It's been a while since I gave myself a real chance to meet someone new. Susan and John are two kindred spirits who rediscovered the romance they deserve on Silver Singles, the secure dating site for singles over 50. John is a massive foodie like me. It's been amazing to experience some of my favorite things again with someone who makes my heart beat faster. I'm so glad I got back out there. Sign up today at silversingles.com slash meet. That's silversingles.com slash meet. Are you tired of that wet, moldy basement? If so, then it's time for G&J Waterproofing, award-winning service with no gimmicks. And now, exclusively offering mold remediation with every job done. Bybacktronics, the number one company when it comes to mold remediation. G&J and Bactronics, the two best all-in-one. Call today for your free inspection, 724-681-8944. AM 1250 and FM 92.5, The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got The Answer. Looks like a slow crawl almost everywhere you go. It is really heavy on the Parkway East. Inbound stacking up Greensburg Pike down to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. On 28, some really heavy delays inbound. Powers Run Road to Fox Chapel Road through the construction zone. And from Butler Street down to Chestnut, outbound stacking up from Route 8 to Delafield Avenue. Lots of slow going Parkway West inbound Carnegie to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer, Weather. This afternoon, humid with clouds and sun, high 78. For tonight, partial clouds, a low 61. Tomorrow, partly sunny, less humid, high 80. Saturday night, low 62. Sunshine and some clouds for Sunday with a high 81. Partly sunny, more humid Monday with an afternoon thunderstorm, high 80. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Andy Robb. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, as you heard in our last segment, while the, while the Democrats are trying to promote transgender insanity and make it easier for kids to be scarred for life, uh, over in the UK, the government health system is shutting down the Travistock Gender Clinic, is what it's called, because it was found to be unsafe for kids. Walt Heyer can tell you about that. He has a website called sexchangeregret.com, and he joins us now. Walt, thanks for coming on again. Always good to have you. Yeah, John. Nice to be on. Thanks. So you've been on the show several times, but could you give us your history real quick for anyone who's hearing your, your uh, you here on this show for the first time? Sure. You bet. Yeah, well, I was a kid uh, at four years old who was assisted uh, in cross-dressing by my grandmother, four years old, you know, 1944. And uh, I've been speaking out about this issue because what we know is that when you put a young boy in a dress or tell him that he's a different gender, you're causing emotional and psychological abuse that will last them a lifetime. I'm 81 years old. I'm still suffering from the things that happened when I was four. And you, you transitioned, uh, quote-unquote, to a woman and lived as a woman for seven years and then transitioned back. That's the, that's the important thing. And, you, and so you have firsthand experience with falling for the myth, living it, and understanding that uh, you can't do it anymore. It doesn't work. Right, and, and studied it, uh, you know, to a great degree. And, um, you know, they were closing clinics here in the United States in 1979, because they found it didn't work. 
and that they were harming people by doing it. And um, so they were closing all the clinics that were operated by the universities uh, at the time. Stanford and many other universities were doing this procedure, but they shut them down because they said that it was causing too much harm and too many people were committing suicide as a result of this idea about giving people hormones and cutting off body parts, which is like Frankenstein, if you really get down to it. Yep. Uh, Sue Reed is a, a columnist for the London Daily Mail. She has a piece that, that that says pushing transgenderism on kids could be the biggest medical scandal of the century. Do you agree with that? Well, I think it's a little different than that. Actually, it's it's not just a scandal. It's a medical fraud. Uh, it's no one, and the reason why I say it's a fraud is important to understand. No one yet has ever had their gender changed. No hormones, no surgery, nothing anybody can do can change anybody's gender. So the fact of the matter is that no one is actually a transgender because the word suggests that somebody changed their gender. So that's a phony word. And and the other phony word is transition. That's why you put it in quotes, because nobody actually transitions. And I've worked with, well, I don't know, two or 3,000 people, and we haven't even found the first case of actual bona fide gender dysphoria amongst the people who do this. What we have found is that people have suffered from adverse childhood experiences. They call it ACEs. That's been studied for years and or they're doing it because it's a social contagion. Their friends are doing it. They get in a group on the Internet. So the whole thing is just a total medical fraud. Well, this Sue Reed, was, uh, she was referring to the story that I mentioned uh, it's a second ago about uh, the U.K. Uh, uh, government health system, because uh, everything over there, it's, it's a national health care system, uh, they're they're either shutting down or or really leaning hard on the the Tavistock Gender Clinic because it was found to be unsafe for kids. So they're actually is this a case, Walt, of this uh, this organization? And I don't know anything about it except what I read about it today. But it yeah. has been doing this for a while, and it's the it's the effects of it are finally coming home to roost. That these kids maybe who were transitioned, quote unquote. Six, seven, eight years ago, or since this the craze started here recently, they're now seeing uh, that it's not a good thing, and they and they can't run away from it. Is that what's happening with that? I think that's a great in great part what's happening. The the hormone blockers they're realizing are causing children to be severely damaged. Um, it, they've got problems with the brain, hearts, um, their Liver. body size, all these different things. So. Uh, that's part of the that's part of the issue. So I think what we're going to see is what they announced was they're actually going to close that clinic. They're going to open two more clinics, so they're not going to stop doing this. But they are going to stop giving children hormone blockers, and we need to stop doing it here in the U.S. And so while while that one clinic is closing, that sounds good. But the point of closing that clinic is that they have this two-year waiting list for people to go through this, quote, procedure they want to put them through. So they're going to have two clinics to try to reduce the number of people on the waiting list. That's nice. So uh, Sue Reed, again, she's the person who wrote the story, and she's been writing about this for four years, she says. She quotes a nurse uh, who says, quote, 
Children with gender identity problems expect hormone blockers to be handed out quickly. They think these drugs will solve all their concerns, such as how they look, a lack of friends, physical changes, and typical teenage angst. I'm guessing that sounds familiar to you. Yeah, because I get the emails from these kids who are, quote, transitioned uh, at early age. They contact me when they're 19, 20, 21, 22, 25, and now their lives have been destroyed, and they they contact me through sexchangeregret.com, and I try to restore their life. And, And it's so important that I think, John, there's two books that people who are listening to this really need to, to read and understand, and it's Paper Genders and Trans Life Survivors. And you'll see in there the devastating effects that this is having on people. People who identify this way, like myself, only identify that way until they stop. It's not a permanent situation. This is just a temporary idea uh, a social change uh, that they make, and then they find out that they can't live through it, and that it's it's why we have we found studies from Sweden where if you go through this whole hormonal and surgical procedure, nineteen times more likely to commit suicide than if you did nothing. Well, I saw uh, just recently, and you may have seen it, uh, Doctor Rachel Levine, who's out of his mind. Uh, and is now the second in command in the uh, Health and Human Services. Uh, he, he uh, disguised as a woman, uh, has, has said that um, he, was, he was quoting suicide statistics. And he was saying that what's causing the suicides uh, is, is the bullying of kids who are trying to go through this quote-unquote transition they're being bullied, and they're not being uh, their their uh, feelings and their intentions are not being affirmed uh, strongly or quickly enough. So he's he's attributing the suicides to not doing it enough. Basically, I get was yeah. what I got out of it. Well, I'd like to sit across from this idiot and talk to him for about a half an hour because how can you believe somebody that can't even identify his own gender? He's obviously whack. And he's probably suffering from some kind of arousal, sexual arousal disorder, autogynephilia, transvestic fetish. I don't know. But the fact of the matter is this guy has no business telling anybody about anything when it comes to transgenderism. That guy should lose his job and get him the heck out of government. He's ruining people's lives. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, it's astounding to me. He's, he's a pediatric psychiatrist. Yeah. I think he's a pediatric idiot. I'm sorry. I don't like name calling, but this is this is ruining people's lives. Somebody has to stop this absolute insanity. This guy was married and had children, and you know he's he's not. You know I've I've met with these people. I haven't met with him, and I've worked with probably eighty percent of the people I've worked with are just like he is, and they all are suffering from issues that people don't want to talk about. They're not even transgender. They use the cover of transgender to hide what's really going on in their life, and then they want to go around and ruin everybody else's life. This guy is unsafe to have in our government facilities. And it's stunning to me that he is in a position that he's in where he's not only, um, uh, he's not only in the position of power, 
He's been honored as woman. He's been honored in, as a in a group of women of the year for 2021 by I think it was USA Today, and people yeah, do it with it, a straight face, Walt. Well, you know, we're all. I, I don't know. I mean, you can look at the guy, and if you if you look at him, that should end transgenderism forever. This guy doesn't. <laughs> he's, this guy is pathetic. Yeah, and it, you know, he's a guy. And I realize that Biden is, he spits in his sippy cup every day because he doesn't know what he's doing. And he's got people around him that are LGBT activists who said, oh, Joe, Joe, put in this guy and, you know, we can have more transgender people. Well, there's no transgenders. The whole thing's a fraud. And they got this bozo up there that says he's a woman. He doesn't even know who he is. I'm sorry, our, our government and doing this stuff to children and, and Biden wants children as young as eight to go through this procedure and we we know we're destroying their life you know I, I always say this is the group of people who if they can't kill the kids in the womb the same idiots are going to try to change their gender when they come out i mean that's who they are they do, they love to destroy lives they don't try to fix anybody we're talking to walt Heyer. you can find uh, him at sexchangeregret.com uh, there's nobody uh, in America who's a better uh, who's better equipped to speak about this than Walt Heyer is, and you heard his description of uh, Rachel Levine. And here's how I feel about it. And I said this in the opening of my show today, Walt. Uh, Richard Levine, he can call himself Rachel, and, I, and I, you know what? And I don't know how you feel about this. If if he wants to call himself Rachel, I think he has a right to do that, and and he even have, might have a right to expect me to call him Rachel. I'm okay with that. But he doesn't have the yeah. right to tell me that that he's a woman and that I have to agree with him. There's a big gap between those two things. Well, I'm in total agreement with you. You know, if somebody wants to call himself Bozo the Clown, I'll call him Bozo. Yeah. Or they can call him Rachel. They can call him Caitlin. I don't care. They're not women. And they know they're not women. But they love getting over on everybody because the laws that they put in place say, well, you've got to do this. You have to treat him right. Well, Rachel is destroying lives. That's the part I don't like. He can destroy his own life if he wants to. That's his business. But he should not be in a position to destroy other people's lives. And that's that's where he's at. And this guy shouldn't be. I mean, the fact that he's so warped and, and even when he was challenged during his uh, hearings, saying, well, I'm not going to answer questions about whether kids should transition or not. You'll have to talk to me privately. Well, yeah. I'd like to talk to him privately. Give me give me 15 minutes with this guy. Well, hey, Walt, just give me what would be your first uh, line of questioning or your first uh, in- introduction to the uh, in-, in the in the uh, discussion you'd have with him if he was sitting across from you right now? I would tell him flat out, you know you're not a woman. I'm not going to call you a woman. And I know you probably have some sexual dysfunction or you have autogynephilia or you have transvestic fetish disorder or you have a sexual arousal disorder you love wearing women's clothing because it gets you all excited sexually but you don't have the right to tell people that they have to call you a woman when i told a friend of mine when i was living my life as laura one of my best friends i told bill i said hey bill i said now you're going to have to you know give use the pronouns and all that stuff and Bill kind of looked at me for a minute. He says, okay, he said, I got your pronoun. He said, it's called wacko. <laughs> well, wh- I, I think I first had you on the show probably three. I've been doing the show now here for four years. So 
Uh, it's been at least three years since uh, the first time I talked to you. And you're saying the same things now you said three years ago, but I get the feeling, you tell me, I get the feeling that things are much worse now and that the train is rolling down the track even faster now and is going to be much tougher to stop than where it was when well, I first talked to you. Well, I, I think that's that's true. But here's the other side of it that that I didn't know when we first started talking. There's more people detransitioning and stopping this nonsense after having gone through it than ever before. There's actually more people stopping this behavior after living it for two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years than ever before because they they keep jamming people full of hormones. They keep doing the surgery. Their lives are getting ruined. There isn't any place for them to go. Nobody will affirm, you know, helping them. I'm one of the few people that works one-on-one with these people when they regret it. I've been doing it, John, for 12 years for free for any individual who asks. I don't charge anybody anything. I get paid a lot for doing these radio shows, as you well know. I get I, tremendous. Yeah, money's honorary. no object, uh, Walt, for this view right. on the show. I know that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get the same from you as I get from them. But <laughs> the point of the, the reason why I do it is because it's so horrible. I mean, it's so devastating. It ruins not only the individual. It ruins their families. It ruins their close relationships. It destroys everything. It's like dropping a hand grenade in the middle of a family. And we've got to stop this stuff. Don't I, I will refuse to tell anybody who's a man or a woman. I don't care. I, it, this is just, I'm done with it. I'm done with these wackos telling me what to do. I live that life. I respect the people today who stood up to me and told me you're not a woman. I have more respect for those people than anybody that, that went along with it and said, oh, yeah, 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 you know. So the people who are being mushy about this and are affirming them are the people who are aiding and abetting and are being codependents to helping these people destroy their lives, and they should stop as well. i got a couple minutes left here, Walt. i got to ask you, um, for someone to say what I've said right here today for the last uh, most of the last uh, 50 minutes, uh, you get canceled. Fortunately, I work for a radio station and a company that I think isn't going to cancel me for saying it because they they agree that it's insane. Um, but what happened? What what kind of response do you get? Uh, I, 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 because of your history, you might maybe people give you a little bit of slack because they think you have some more credibility than anybody else to talk about it. But you're not allowed to not. Uh, think that Rachel Levine is a woman. You're not allowed to refer to him as him. So what happens when yeah. you do it, and what, uh, what what kind of response do you get? Well, you know, it's funny. The people who are living the life as a transgender write me notes, and they tell me, Walt, you keep doing what you're doing. I see so much damage in this community, and you're one of the people who are helping them. You do? And, I don't. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. And they continue to be transgender? To live yeah, that they life? continue to stroke that, but they'll work with me, and then you know, two or three years down the road, they'll contact me and say, I, "I'm ready to detransition now." I mean, the reason they're contacting me is because they know that at some point they're not going to continue doing this, and so I build relationships with them, and whenever they're ready, whether it's six months or a year, two or three years down the road, uh, we built a relationship, and they say, "You know, I should have listened to you two years ago, but I'm ready to go. Can you help me?" 
and well, I'm ready to go. Walt, I love having you on the show. One of my favorite guests. And uh, if you uh, have a, a daughter, uh, I'm sorry, a, a child or a grandchild who is toying with this, they should contact you, right? Sexchangeregret.com. Get to the website. Get my book, Paper Genders and Trans Life Survivors. Very good. Walt, I'm sure we'll talk again. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Good night. Good night. We'll be right back. The recent rulings from the Supreme Court didn't happen on their own. It took the support of companies like Patriot Mobile, who passionately fought on behalf of the unborn and your constitutional rights. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider and have been on the front lines fighting for your values. Biden's inflation has made it really hard on many Americans. Thankfully, Patriot Mobile has plans for almost any budget, and they offer the same nationwide coverage as all the major carriers. You get the same great service and your money is going to a company fighting for the sanctity of life, religious freedom, and the Second Amendment. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Gorka or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with offer code G-O-R-K-A. If you're a veteran or first responder, please tell them because you'll get special discounts too. Join um, the switch today, patriotmobile.com slash Gorka. That's patriotmobile.com slash G-O-R-K-A or call 972-PATRIOT. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. Windows the John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Walt Heyer, my, I, I just said to Mike uh, on the other side of the glass here, I just said that he's one. Of, he's in my top three favorite guests. How can you not like that guy? Um, and the thing that's great about him is that you can't, you can't yell at him. You can't cancel him. First of all, he's 81 years old. He couldn't care less. But he did it. He tried it. Uh, he had the surgery. He did the whole thing. He's now married. He's 81 years old. He found a woman who actually... Loved him and uh, was willing to accept him and be his wife, even though he had these bodily changes that I don't even want to imagine, try to imagine what he went through and then tried to go through to reverse it. But whatever it is, couldn't have been fun. But it's just I I, I like to have him on because it's so refreshing to hear somebody say uh, he, he would like to sit across from that wacko Rachel Levine, and tell him, you're not a woman. I know you don't think you're a woman. Uh, you're not fooling me with this. This guy should be everywhere. Walt Heyer should be everywhere. He should be in the White House. He should, be, he should knock on Joe Biden's door and say, hey, Joe, two things. Just like I know that Rachel Levine doesn't really think he's a woman, I know you don't think he's a woman. 
and I know that most normal people don't believe it, but you are part of making people feel like they have to say they believe it, because if they don't, number one, they're a bad person. Number two, and more importantly than that, you lose your job. It's insanity. Walt Heyer, he's the greatest. He needs to get more publicity. Sexchangeregret.com. Talk to you Monday. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.